0: you know that saying no man is an island no relationship is an island either no couple is an island like we're not designed to thrive in isolation like that we're just not it's like i feel like couples and community it's like a symbiotic relationship right communities thrives when couples thrive and couples thrive when the community thrives Mm. and it, like the first thing I do when I'm coaching a man, I ask them, like, how many good men do you have in your life that you can go to with stuff that you trust their advice? Um, like, because men need their circle of, and this is my experience, just disclaimer is heterosexual man, and, and I'm, I'm primarily work with heterosexual couples. Um, that's just been my experience. That's what I'll speak. From, um, but most of what I, I say and, and most of what I teach applies across the board. But I just think it's important to say that. So if that comes mm-hmm. through in my language, then then that's why. Um, but we need our own circle of people around us. And I feel like me as a man have benefited. My relationship wouldn't be what it is without the men in my life. And likewise with Kat and the women in her life. And I, and I see it, it's so easy to disconnect and isolate individually, but as a couple, and I see it a lot and it's a either there's going to be two things one of two things will happen either they'll turn into really good friends the polarity will go and it'll just like slowly die or there'll be lots of fights if it's just those two like depending on your natural makeup your natural connection and how you sort of come together your you know how you respond do you fight flight flee or or submit kind of thing, what's your natural and if it's two people that fight, then there's probably gonna be lots of fireworks. Do you know what I mean? If there's two people so but either way, it's not gonna be healthy long term. Mm. So mm. that's that's my like and it's primary. Like that's why I start with that because you can do all the work you want within the relationship, but if you're not looking at the environment the real relationship is existing in, then it's gonna be hard work. And I think
1: um I think it's also like important to recognize you know, not only is it important for us as men to have male friends, but also us as men to have female friends and and vice versa for women to have male friends as well where um where stuff around jealousy and things can can kind of get brought to the surface a little bit so that it can be worked through I know yes. that's something that's definitely been the case in my relationship with um my partner with regards to kind of the fields of work that we're in um my partner being a musician, which is um kind of historically been quite a male oriented or dominated profession and myself mm. being in the like soft sciences psychology sexology even yoga to an extent has been quite yeah. female oriented so i think that's also really an important dynamic to explore as well
0: yeah 100% and then it's um you're right it does bring stuff up and it's healthy to have that stuff brought up so you don't have to carry it do you know what i mean and that's what relationships like conscious relationships are so it's just uh, an environment for personal growth and evolution if, if you want to look at it that way as well if you allow it if you like just exist in the bubble then you're not going to expose yourself to
1: opportunities um like that and is the key do you think communication to those to like to that personal growth and for a relationship facilitating that growth is is communication the key like that old cliche <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: big time and, and responsibility. Mm. Um, so it's like, I work on me for cat, and, and the agreement is that cat works on cat for me rather than I'm going to be all of this for you. It's like, no, I'm going to be all of this for me, for you. Mm. And you be all of that for you, for me. So that combination of communication, big time and being able to because that's just a skill it's a skill most of us don't really learn Um, but it's just a skill that can be learned and responsibility being able to look at something and be like cool what's my shit what's my part in here how have I contributed to this and understanding that both people need to take that 100 percent responsibility for it to work 'Cause so many times it's you know, it's like you're happy to take forty nine percent responsibility. You're like, Yeah, I know I did this, I did this, but you were slightly more responsible <laughs> for that argument or or whatever it may be. And I've found when you can just be like, Yep, because in some way, shape or form you've either perpetuated or allowed a pattern or a situation to to be there. So it's like, Cool, we're both responsible for this. And and, and the other thing is acknowledging that it's this sort of three entities at play there's me there's cat and there's the entity of the relationship so it's like how can we both take responsibility to work on the relationship and it that creates this team dynamic which i think is really important because when you feel like a team you're working together versus subconsciously creating that right wrong dynamic Mm. like well if we're in conflict one person has to be right one person has to be wrong and our ego our sense of self is desperately attached to not being wrong because if we're wrong that means we're a bad boy or a bad girl and all of these sub like subconscious resistances pop up really strong and that's why you can have those petty arguments over nothing important just cuz you're atta- more attached to being right than you are to being happy or connected mm-hmm. or whatever it may be
1: and i think the thing that you mentioned at the start of that share was like each person in that relationship doing the work on themselves right and so something that something that has been challenging in in my work has been working with men where they're the person doing the work particularly with regards to sexuality and their Mm. partner hasn't done any any work on sexuality or isn't really open to exploring anything sexually with the, the, the man that's working with me and, and wanting to pursue and explore and expand. Um, mm. So I'm wondering if, if that's something you've come across with regards to your work in yeah. relationship as well as only one person in the couple doing the work.
0: Yeah, big time. And it's a, um, there's not a simple answer to it. And if I had a dollar for every quote, oh, this doesn't happen as much, but maybe sort of two years ago when we sort of started doing our work with Living in Love and working with couples if I had a dollar for every time I got asked the question, how do I get my man to, quote unquote, do the work, I'd be a wealthy, wealthy man. Um, but to be honest, I get more guys being the proactive one and reaching out about stuff now, which is it has been an interesting thing to notice over the last um, three or four years. Mm. Um, but a couple of things to acknowledge with that is everybody grows in their own way at their own pace and it's cyclical. Mm. and. I think it's important to have a level of communication where if one person's really wanting to explore something, there's still space for that to happen without the other person being as keen or as as on board but still on board, if that makes sense. And this is where that communication piece comes in because it's like being able to express what their desire is to grow or explore this certain aspect of themselves, say their sexuality, but bring that to the table so that. You're creating the container so that even though their partner may not be getting coaching, they're still included in that mm. experience of growth, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like as soon as you start pointing the finger and like you're not doing the work, I'm doing the work. And especially when you're talking about, you know, growing in your consciousness, in your just how you're showing up in the world. If you're coming back into judgment and pointing your finger at your partner, being like you're not doing the work, it's like maybe have a look at self because mm-hmm. if all the work you're doing is so amazing, you probably wouldn't be slipping into judgment that easily. Yeah,
1: yeah it's that whole one finger pointing <laughs> out and three fingers Three <laughs> hundred 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah
0: it's, and what I offer to people is don't tell them That this work is great or don't tell them that it's like show them Mm. do the work embody the changes they'll feel the difference every story i've heard of one person going first and that's naturally in how it usually happens you know one person will go first and then the other will notice will feel will see the changes oh she's she or he isn't reacting like she used to Mm. she or he seems happier in herself. She's more connected to herself. He's more connected to like, oh, and then there's changes that are observed and felt. That's when the partner will come on board and open up and start to ask questions. Mm. Not from, this is amazing. Let's do this. You should do this. It's like, yeah, cool story. Like when in the history of wanting somebody to do something has telling them to do it ever worked? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. you know, it's just not... (laughs) it's not a practical way to approach it i don't think so just but that being said like i said it's not a simple answer still being able to create the environment where you're supporting each other do you know what i mean it might not be yeah i'll do this with you but it's cool i fully support you in in doing that and how how can i support that